Welcome to Kick Back with Chris, Martial Arts Podcast. Hello everybody and welcome to a very special episode of Kickback with Chris. Um, this week we're doing a Jackie Chan special and now this is something that I've wanted to do, well, I think really from the start of the podcast to be honest, um, but you know, as with all things, I had to be patient, I had to wait a little bit um, before I could sort of indulge myself in this um, episode that, well it started out as something that uh, was just for me, but it's it's turned into something very very different as i'm sure you'll hear as uh, the show progresses um now it's been a little bit of a challenging one this week i'll be honest in that um i wasn't expecting the response that we got um but it's so 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 cool hearing all the clips that people have submitted um which for those that don't know what we're going to do today is um listen to your, I say your, uh, the, the clips that people have submitted, um, and we've got some fantastic ones from all over the world, um, which is super, super cool. Um, we've got people from obviously the UK and the States and around Europe and Hong Kong, and uh, from all walks of life. Some people, we've got students, we've got instructors, we've got stunt performers, we've got directors, producers, um, all people whose Jackie's work. And its various guises as some in some way influenced them, touched them, um, encouraged them to do whatever it is that they're doing in their life. Um, now there are a lot of recordings to get through, um, so rather than have our usual news segment and me waffling on about various things, uh, we're going to get straight into uh, the content. So the first person to submit was actually Max, um, a very uh, very regular uh, contributor to the show. Um, so I'm just going to play his clip for you straight away now. Chris Jones, sir, I'm afraid you've unleashed the beast here with this one. Um, I apologise in advance for the length of this recording. Jackie Chan, I'm a big time Jackie Chan fan from back in the day. His movies got me into martial arts. Uh, a lot of people say it was Bruce Lee for them, but for me it was definitely Jackie Chan. I'm 40 now, so my conscious memory of, of childhood sort of starts in the 80s. Um, back then, martial arts cinema was booming, uh, relatively speaking, or at least by comparison with today. Every video shop had a martial arts movie section. And we all worked our way through each and every one. Um, I think the first Jackie Chan film I saw was Police Story. And it blew me away. I, I watched the final fight sequence on repeat hundreds of times. The more I saw it, the more I liked it. He brought a light-hearted comedy to the martial arts movies, which was a nice contrast to the more serious type of martial arts movies that were coming out at the time. I like the stunts, the, the humour, the fact that he got hit quite a lot. Uh, he never portrayed a role where he was a you know, legendary superhuman, unbeatable fighter. Now nah, he, he got hurt and as part of the story and in real life doing the stunts and whatever. In the 70s, I'd say Drunken Master was my favourite 70s Jackie Chan film. 80s, it's got to be uh, Project A, although Wheels on Meals runs a very close second because of the fight scene with uh, Benny the Jet. In the 90s, this is harder than I thought, uh, I can think of loads. Um, Drunken Master 2, I'd have to say, hands down. Although uh, there's a couple of great fight scenes in Gorgeous with Bradley James Allen. Uh, I haven't seen The Foreigner yet. But it's on my list, so uh, I think that pretty much uh, brings us up to date. So uh, 
Thanks for this opportunity, and uh, I'm looking forward to hearing the podcast. Speak soon, sir. All the best. Thank you, Max, for that submission. Um, I will just say this now straight away. Uh, that is the longest recording. <laughs> um, I thought I'd do that one first. Um, but uh, no, Max, was, he had so much stuff to say, and it was actually all relevant. Um, but uh, obviously, I can, <laughs> I can only include so much. But yeah, some great some great comments there. Um, I uh, What I would say is if you've not seen The Foreigner yet, if you've still not watched it, you need to go and watch that one. Uh, I really did enjoy uh, seeing him in a different light and having an opportunity to to play a very, very different role. Um, for me, I'd been... I will we'll touch on this a little bit later on, but um, I'd been waiting for this type of film uh, since Rumble in the Bronx, actually. Uh, a, a fight where uh, we see quite, a, a, quite an angry, uh, quite an aggressive character uh, played by Jackie and um, sort of vengeful, I would say. And uh, we haven't really seen that in him uh, since Rumble in the Bronx, which coincidentally was um, one of the first films that I really took notice of of his. Um, but yeah, we'll come on to that a little bit more a little bit later on. So the next recording we're going to come to is from Eric Jacobus. Uh, he's a US-based uh, stunt performer. And um, if you've not seen um, Eric's work before, uh, originally, um, this is going from memory, uh, he started out with the group The Stunt People, and they used to produce some fantastic short films online. And uh, I, I remember the back in the days of dial-up internet, uh, waiting for their releases to watch them. Um, some fantastic work, um, some crazy, crazy stunts, uh, without a doubt influenced by by Jackie's work, in my opinion. Um, but let's let's hear what uh, let's hear what Eric had to say himself. Hey, this is Eric Jacobus. I'm a stuntman. And when I saw Jackie Chan uh, when I was about 13 years old. Uh, I, I was really taken in by the fact that Jackie could tell a story with his whole body and tell it comedically and through fight scenes. And I think that that was like an evolution on the, the vaudeville style storytelling with the Marx Brothers and the Three Stooges, which I grew up on. And I, I love that kind of storytelling. I love how Jackie Chan would always try and get out of fights. That's how I always was as a kid. I was very pacifist. And uh, thank you, Jackie Chan. You, uh, you, you really drove me to become the uh, stuntman I am today. When I saw you, I feel like I saw myself. So thanks for that one, Eric. Um, a great message there. I think it's fair to say that there are a lot of people um, out there in the industry now, uh, regardless of uh, in what form, that uh, can trace their roots back to, to Jackie, whether they're an, in, an instructor or a stunt performer or, or whatever it is that they're doing. Um, there, there are so, so many people out there um, influenced by, by Jackie's work, myself included. Um, you know, I remember, I did actually mention this earlier on, you know, Rumbling the Bronx is one of the first films that really caught my attention in the 90s. And um, I, I was going through sort of like a, a lull, shall we say, sort of a down patch in my training at the time. And when I saw that, when I saw the things that he was doing, you know, uh, jumping down gaps between cars and walls, and uh, and and fighting gangs in in the in the sort of the the hideout and stuff, and, and using a ski as a as a weapon, and it, it I just saw this as like, wow, this this guy's this guy's crazy. Look at the things that he's doing, and um, it, that really inspired me to. Um, put more effort into my training and get back into it and really, really focus. Um, so our next clip uh, comes from a good friend of mine over the years, um, a UK-based director by the name of Steve Lawson. Um, I was actually lucky enough to work with Steve on a number of his projects. And Steve actually 
gave me my first break in the in the performance sort of movie industry. Um, worked with him on a uh, a short film for um, I believe it was for a TV show at the time. Uh, but it's it's going back it's going back a long long time. It's going back probably eighteen years. Um, but yeah, he gave me my first break, and then I went on to work on two of his uh, two of his features following on from that. Um, so yeah, let's have a listen to what Steve has to say. My name is Steve Lawson. I'm a film producer and director. Uh, Jackie Chan's been a huge influence on uh, my life and my career ever since I was young. The first Jackie Chan film I ever saw was Police Story, uh, which is probably also still my favourite to this day. Uh, it absolutely blew me away. I remember renting it on VHS, and I think I must have rented it uh, about five times and watched it about 30 times just on that first VHS before I, I got my own copy and watched it another 100 thousand times since then uh, even recently I, I saw a re-release on the big screen uh, just a couple of years ago and it blew me away all over again just to see it on the big screen. As I say Jackie Chan's been a huge influence to me it, ever since I saw Police Story I've been kind of mimicking his movies in my work and trying to recreate some of those amazing stunts and fight sequences of course you can never do it as, uh, as well as he did I think I would still be a film director if, if I hadn't seen Jackie Chan movies because it was something I always wanted to do ever since I was very very young but I certainly wouldn't have made the films that I have made uh, the martial arts action movies like The Silencer and something like Essex Heist which had a big martial arts fight scene at the end things like that I, I never would have gone in that direction I think and I also I never would have lived the life that I've lived I never would have been to Hong Kong and China I never would have learned to speak Mandarin uh, and just done many of the things that I've done if I wasn't sort of inspired by that uh, interest in in Chinese culture that I got from watching those Jackie Chan movies as I was growing up so yeah thanks for that Steve um, yeah some great comments there actually um, I can actually connect to them a little bit on the the whole sort of direction uh, of, of life and career thing with that because you know listening to that actually thinking about and I don't want to get too deep in it into it because you, you can get a little bit silly with it if you're not careful but um, I Thinking about it now, really, I wouldn't have ended up working around Europe and Hong Kong and China uh, in the way that I did if it wasn't for seeing Rumble in the Bronx. Because that, obviously, I had an interest. I had an interest in uh, martial arts films um, and TV shows before that, but there wasn't nothing. I hadn't seen anything that had made me think that's what I want to do. Um, so certainly in that respect, I can I can um, understand a little bit where Steve's coming from on that one. Uh, but w- with regards to Police Story, I mean, I, I have a feeling that Police Story is going to feature quite heavily in today's episode. Uh, a lot of people, a lot of people will mention this one, um, or as I like to think of it, a little bit as Glass Story. Um, if those of you that have seen the film will know what I mean, um, the the end fight sequence smashes a whole load of glass, loads of it. Uh, people being thrown through it, motorbikes being driven through it. Um, yeah, it's some, there's some fantastic, fantastic sequences in there. Um, one that everybody always talks about is the scene where Jackie slides down the pole through the uh, the lights that are actually wired into the main supply because the battery wasn't strong enough. Um, and um, the stunt guy that does the um, the backflip down the, the escalator um, which is one of the most painful things I've seen on screen. Um, 
but if you, yeah, if you if you're listening to this and you've not checked that out, go go look up go look up Police Story. Um, it's pretty easy to get hold of on uh, on DVD and Blu-ray these days. Or if you're like me, you've got it on Blu-ray, DVD, VHS, and VCD because that's what I'm like. Okay, so uh, moving on to our next person here, I think what we'll do is we'll go to oh, I'll go to a friend of mine, uh, Mr. Martin One, um, who has. Uh, well, actually, uh, we interestingly enough, we we shot a um, a tribute uh, video to uh, Wheels on Meals um, as part of a, a promotional piece that we did for a martial arts event at the time. Um, I'll actually link it into the uh, into the show notes so you can take a look at it. Um, and what is, uh, funnily enough, uh, one of the things that Jackie does talk about a lot is um, timing, uh, rhythm, and timing between performers. And Martin is somebody who I've had the fortune to, to to fight on screen a number of times not in person thankfully we've not fallen out yet um but now on fighting him on screen um and he's somebody who i've immediately clicked with with, with that, that sort of rhythm tempo and timing and um, which i think comes across in in the fight scenes that we've done and we often have this joke that the uh the the newest version of my showreel could actually be his because he's in it that much that um yeah but he, again he's just somebody that I, we we sort of the timing clicks and and yeah, but if you go, I'll leave it in the show notes. You can go and check that out. But yeah, let's have a let's have a little listen to what Martin's got to say. Um, my name is Martin, and Jackie Chan was one of my biggest inspirations as a kid. My dad had a load of VHS tapes with Chinese writing on. I remember when I was about six years old, putting those VHS tapes in the cassette and not even knowing what was on there. So what a relief that it was uh, a Jackie Chan action movie and not something weird and dodgy. <laughs> but um, Jackie Chan mainly inspired me to fall over loads and do that cool wall stunt in Young Master where he puts his hands and his feet on the walls and tries to climb up vertically. Um, every time I see a wall from now on that's about five and a half, six feet apart, I try and do it. And sometimes I fail, sometimes I don't. So, uh, yeah, no, he's... Um, uh, just great at everything he does. Uh, multi-talented filmmaker, stuntman, and singer. He's uh, all the things that I've always wanted to be. Thanks for that, Martin. Although I had no idea you wanted to be a singer. That's a new one for me. But no, joking aside, uh, listen to some of Martin's comments there. Um, the thing he was saying about the wall thing, I think everyone's tried that at some point. But another one that a lot of people are trying, this is going back to Rumble in the Bronx again, and I know that there's more people out there than just me that have done this. Whenever you see a shopping trolley, what do you try and do? Yep, the scene from Rumble in the Bronx when Jackie jumps through it, goes up through the back and jumps out and across. I think I ripped many a shirt in Asda Car Park in Doncaster in my youth trying to do that one, um, and it is it is a lot harder than it looks, and the trolley that Jackie uses in Rumble is tiny. Tiny compared to the ones that we have in Asda and Tesco. So, hey there. Asda and Tesco just got a plug. But no, um, well, I suppose you might get loads of kids now trying to jump through shopping trolleys. But um, no, it's a, it's, a, it's definitely a fun one. I think I think so many, there's so many um, moments in, in um, Jackie's films that people have tried to uh, recreate just for fun. Um, or, or emulate in some way and, uh, and put it into their production. So yeah, yeah, good, good shout out there, Martin. Okay, so our next guest now, um, somebody I've known for a long, long time, and actually, fully admittedly, um, I, I speak to the guy all the time, and I've known him by um, John for for so long. But I wanted to actually use his correct name, so I asked him how to say it. Okay, and I believe it's pronounced Schwer. So I hope I just got that right. 
um, you, you'll have to let me know and message do. You'll have to comment and let me know. But anybody that knows him, this guy, this guy is, um, how would I describe him? He's is like a gentle mountain. This guy is huge and so powerful and such a competent martial artist as well. Um, but in himself, he's such a kind and gentle person. Um, which I think actually comes across in this audio clip. Uh, so, yeah, let's listen. Uh, let's have a quick listen now to what Shua has to say. What I love about Jackie Chan is his ability to infuse comedy and martial arts together so naturally, especially as he's able to use his environment and his surroundings against his opponents so creatively. But more importantly, what I love most about Jackie Chan is his work ethic. At first, you don't succeed. Try, 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 and try again until you get it right. Yeah, that's so true. I think we've we've all seen the the outtakes. We've come we've come to expect the outtakes now in the in a Jackie Chan film. Um, and actually, there's a lot of additional footage that you can you can get on YouTube and see of multiple takes. Of uh, I believe he has. Uh, I don't know if this still stands. I should really have checked this before I started to record. But the Guinness World Records for the the most amount of takes for a shot. Um, but yeah, I mean, you you see him, for example, uh, a simple what looks like on film a simple fan flick, that rotates and comes back to his hand, and you know, thousands of takes and attempts to try and get these things right. And um, it's actually a very good example in uh, a documentary he made called um, My Stunts. And uh, you know, there's a there's the sped up shot of him uh, flicking a pot from the ground and and then kicking the kicking it into a guy. And it just shows the process of of going it of over and over and over and over again. And and Jackie himself is relentless; just keeps on going, keeps on going until he gets it right. And uh, it pays off because you know some of the really cool things that you see him, even if it's just, you know it's flicking a pencil from a table and catching it. And you know the, these little moments in his films, these little cool moments, we'll call them. Um, you know that's. Those those shots have probably taken hours to get um, for a few seconds on screen, um, but then they're immortalised, aren't they? They're there forever, and 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 people remember these. So, um, yeah, that's some some good memories. And then, of course, using objects, everyday objects. Um, um, is there is there anything that he hasn't used in a film yet? Um, you know, he's even used other people as as fighting objects in 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 fight scenes. But um, obviously, yeah, it's very very good from you know from fridge doors to chairs and all sorts of things. Even even um, at kit cars. I want to say kit cars like in Rumble in the Bronx with the sort of fake Lamborghini at the end with the sword wedged onto the where the door was to fight a hovercraft. I mean, only in a Jackie Chan film. Okay, so moving on now, um, we're going to go to uh, Mr. Phil Hobden, um, who actually has his own podcast, um, which I will link in the, the show notes. Um, and somebody that, I, again, I've, somebody I've worked with in the past um, on two of the films that he's been involved as a producer. Uh, so let's hear what Phil has to say. So my favourite Jackie Chan film. Um, actually, it's not about a film, it's about a moment. Um, I remember back at university when there was National Cinema Day and all films were a pound. And I dragged all my housemates to the cinema to watch their first ever Jackie Chan film, which was Rumble in the Bronx. Anyway, when we got back to the house after the film, I then sat them down and made them watch Police Story 2. For me, one of the ultimate Jackie Chan moments. And from there, a generation of Jackie Chan fans was born. 
So, Jackie, when you're sitting there counting your millions, you can thank me for the seven or eight people from Carlisle who uh, went in and watched one of your films for a pound and came out um, and were massive, massive Jackie Chan fans. Thanks a lot, Phil. Um, yeah, the the whole thing with Police Story 2, the fight sequence in the park, um, I'm, I must have watched that fight sequence hundreds of times possibly more i don't i don't know um i used to have there you go little little geek moment here fanboy moment what i used to do is um back in the days of vhs i used to hook up to now before i say this disclaimer i'm not i wasn't some master uh videotape cloner or something it's just for my own personal use okay um, not like some of the horror stories you hear of some people on the internet, but enough enough said about that. Um, but no, joking aside, I used to uh, collect all the favourite fight scenes from different movies and put them all onto one VHS. Um, yeah, so like four hours of fight scenes um, because I was even even at a young age, I was you know really serious about sort of dissecting and understanding the process of building up fight sequences. You know everything, obviously, from the technique and the choreography to the camera work and the angles, and you know and understanding. You know, I was kind of at one point obsessed obsessed with like Jackie's use of the double cut, and um, which he uses in he actually does use in the Police Story Two scene with a roundhouse or turning kick, whatever you call it. Um, uh, to the guy's face when he's holding the um, pole, uh, fireman's pole, the slide on the the, the play park. Um, but yeah, coming back to the the fight scene in the park itself, I think there's pretty much every sort of um, independent fight company or sort of a group that it come up when when YouTube was first coming around in sort of like the 2000s actually before youtube as well when people used to upload fight sequences um onto their websites in chunks and there was there was a point where like everybody had a fight scene in a park and i think there was no other reason why anybody would think it would be cool or acceptable to have a fight sequence in a kid's play park other than because they saw police story 2 you know that that has to be the reason for that. Um, so yeah, Phil, thanks for that memory. That was a, that was a good one. Okay, so moving on now, I think what we'll do is we'll take one from uh, oh another friend of mine, um, Adam. Now Adam is a uh, uh, a really cool guy, so down to earth, uh, excellent martial artist. Um, now if if ever there was subtitles required for a podcast, the ultimate irony there, um, then you need them. So any, apologies to any of our um, foreign friends who have any any difficulty understanding um, Adam's accent. It's from the same neck of the woods from me, um, but I've managed through constant badgering from my wife <laughs> to sort of detrain or detune my accent. Okay, so let's have a little listen now to uh, to what Adam's got to say. I remember watching Jackie Chan films as a kid, um, or some of the first martial arts films I ever saw. Uh, ones like <clears throat> Armour of God, uh, Old Police Stories, Wheels on Meals, Drunken Master. Wow, I really loved them back as a kid. Like, well, wow, look at this guy. So sort of like jumping around with no wires and stuff. It must be crazy. Um, one of the most notable moments I remember is on Armour of God when he jumps off that cliff onto that air balloon. You don't really see that much in films and all that. I really like this guy. I really like what he does. 
and I know I've followed his films for years and years since. I'd probably say one of my favourite fight scenes that's ever happened <coughs> that I've ever seen in one of his films was uh, Rumble in the Bronx when he's in that bar uh, fighting with all that gang. That was something else. Like seeing how he uses props and stuff, fridges, stools and stuff. You don't get that much from other martial artists. I'd probably say, other than that fight scene, um, I'd say the other best one that I enjoyed was Forbidden Kingdom when him and Jet Lee first came together. Like seeing Jackie Chan's old drunken boxing and... Thanks for that one, Adam. Um, little disclaimer here before you wonder what happened there. The, the, the recording actually cut off. <laughs> the um, the website, the, the, the app that we use for recording, it actually limits it to 90 seconds. There was a lot of people that fell foul to that one, Adam being one of them. So he probably did actually carry on talking for a while afterwards, but we, <laughs> we got the idea. But no, it's interesting that you mentioned Forbidden Kingdom, the scene with, with Chet Lee, because I do think that one is one that's often overlooked. Um, I, I remember it's, it's interesting he, he mentioned the, um, the, the the drunken boxing section of that I, and I remember vividly in the cinema having that sort of cool moment when that happened and there was you, you could hear there was there was several other people in the audience as well um, that sort of let out a bit of a gasp when that happened uh, because it let you know since Drunken Master 2 that's something that we've we've all been waiting for uh, to see to see Jackie do again and um and when we finally got that moment in Forbidden Kingdom, that was like ultimate geek moments. And if you could just see the confusion on a lot of other people's faces, like, why are these guys so excited? You know. Um, but no, that was it. Was it a, 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 an excellent fight sequence as well? Um, and and you know, uh, again, if one of the one of the cool things for this, and this is me coming from it. Um, putting my geek hat on again and looking at the uh, breaking down the sequence. Um, there's some actually, I believe it's on the behind-the-scenes footage on the Blu-ray edition. It's probably on YouTube by now as well, truth be told, um, of, of Jackie and Jet going through the choreography for, for one section. And um, they're, they're going through it with the, the coordinator at the time and they're blocking it out. And I believe they actually talk about it as well in, in, in the, the same section in the, the interviews, how they literally just, they just they watched it a handful of times and then just performed it immediately. And and it was quite a long sequence. Obviously, uh, when you see it on film, it's it, it's cut quite a lot. Um, but when they're actually performing it in one long sequence, it was amazing to see how quickly they both picked it up so fast and were able to just just bosh out this choreography in one long sequence. Um, you know, which which is something that a lot of a lot of performers these days do struggle with. Um, but yeah, that was a that was a really really interesting one for me as a as a fan of of both martial arts filmmaking and of course Jackie Chan, um, and obviously shout out there to Jet Li as well, um, somebody else who is is a massive massive influence uh, to me in the uh, in the martial arts scene. So um, our next person, I've got this big list in front of me to choose from here. Uh, I think we're going to go to uh, another UK uh, based martial artist and actor, um, uh, Wushu performer um, and multiple uh, competition winner and uh, somebody who's represented the country as well and a, a fantastic fantastic martial artist somebody I came across in the sort of early 2000s around the same sort of time I was starting out uh, Mr. Steve Coleman um, let's have a little listen to what he's got to say Hi Chris Steve Coleman here I think my favourite Jackie Chan movie of all time has to be Drunken Master the style and the choreography of the Kung Fu was just absolutely mind-blowing. 
seeing that when I was a kid was just something I'd, I'd never seen before in uh, in movies. I was just used to seeing like karate and taekwondo stuff from the, the American martial arts movies. So the first time I saw Drunken Master just absolutely blew me away. That's really what got me into Chinese martial arts in the first place. Uh, and obviously became a massive fan of Jackie Chan uh, thereafter. Yeah, absolutely brilliant film. The um, the actual uh, routine that he does once he's learned the uh, drunken immortals is the thing that uh, really got me going into it. It's fantastic. Thanks for that one, Steve. Um, so yeah, Drunken Master. Um, that's one of my favourites as well. I think it's I think it's a lot of people's favourites. Uh, it's one of those films, interestingly, that you know a lot of people did see. Um, you know, back when it was still fairly new, and 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 even sort of earlier earlier days as well. Um, but then it was it's one of those films. Interestingly, I think where a lot of people um, saw sort of the Matrix and Crouching Tiger and, and were first introduced to Yun Wu Ping, and then went back and went through his back catalogue of films prior to that. And it was one of those ones that people sort of stumbled on a lot later on. Um, but yeah, Drunken Master. I've, I've got this film in again in many different guises. Um, one of my favourites though is the first VHS copy that I got with the English dub which is brilliant um, I think everybody remembers and loves the line the, uh, a fart for the stick king um, it's, it's a classic absolute classic but no everything about this this film you know the the, the comedy the pacing of it the um, the training sequences obviously the fights as well um, it's, it's all it's all just so so well done um, and um, as Steve touched on obviously the the, the training sequences as well um, which were it, it was something that you started seeing a lot in, in, in many different films as well. That's that sort of style of sequence. Um, so yeah, it, it is a classic, and it's one that all, all all fans of martial arts cinema should watch. And if you, particularly if you're Dracula Chan film, if you've not seen Drunken Master, you need to hunt that one down. Um, the recently it was uh, about a year or so ago it was released on on Blu-ray, sort of remastered again, um, and it's. Uh, definitely definitely worth picking up and, and checking out okay so next on our list i'm just going to get it back up on my screen because i've managed to close the window down um uh, yes i think what we're going to do we're going to go to um a good friend of mine now somebody i've known for a number of years um somebody who's um played a, a, a quite an important part in the careers of a, of a lot of people uh, both martial artists and actors um, somebody who, who actually lives out in Hong Kong um, and you know plays a very active role in the in the movie scene over there and actually globally as well um, good friend of mine uh, Mr. Mike Leader Hey Chris, Mike Leader calling from Hong Kong Jackie Chan without a doubt is one of the main reasons I ended up in Hong Kong I've been here now for 28 years working in film and TV, and it can all be traced back to a double bill on Be The Max, yep, long time ago, of Snake and Eagle Shadow and Drunken Master, ranked video, Neil Adams artwork, I'm looking at the artwork right now actually. I bunked off school, I'm sorry to say, and we drank a lot of scrumpy cider, and we watched a lot of movies that day, and that double bill of Jackie Chan made me an instant fan and made me go, one day, I'd like to go to Hong Kong, and I'd like to meet that guy. And a few years later, I got myself on a plane and did just that. Um, and he is the dude. He's the governor. Um, I've been lucky enough to meet him many times over the years. I've interviewed him probably 20 to 30 times for various magazines, DVD special features, documentaries, etc. I've worked on a number of his projects, including uh, Police Story 3 Supercop, City Hunter, I got to spend a lot of time on the set of Drunken Master 2, uh, Rush Hour 3, Chinese Zodiac, Kung Fu Yoga, 
And he's the governor. He's Dai Gore, big brother. Genuinely the, one of the nicest people in the world. Has never been anything but nice to me. Great inspiration and lovely dude. Cannot say enough good things. So, yeah, I want to say a big thank you to Mike for that contribution. Um, it means a lot to me to have somebody of Mike's experience uh, on the show. And, uh, you know, um, obviously he's, uh, he's quite a humble sort of understated chap. But, you know, this 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 guy is sort of a Hong Kong Hong Kong movie legend to me and to a lot of other people. Uh, you know, he, he's he's worked with with most people out there you know and, and obviously said he's, he's interviewed Jackie up to 20 times he's worked with him on several of his films um, I've only been able to so far meet I met well I say only for a lot of people uh, just the one is the good enough but um, I've met Jackie once and um, he's it, got this as I think I actually mentioned this in the interview it was either with Lee or with Mark uh, previously when he when Jackie walked into the room, there was just sort of like this energy given off. He was just every and everybody in the room sort of you know, was instantly energized by by his presence. And um, you know, it's just like his like his human battery of energy. And absolutely amazing to be around. Um, so yes, thank you to Mike uh, Mike for his time and his experience. I do actually want to just say off the back of that clip that Mike will be joining us for a future podcast soon um, to uh, to talk about his experiences over the years working in the in- industry um, and uh, obviously his time in the martial arts as well. So yes, thank you to Mike and um, we just want to really look forward to and keep a lookout for. Okay, so I'm going to uh, run up a quick clip now. This is actually from one of my students, which is pretty cool. Um, Corinne is one of my students. Um, so um, let's bring her on now just to see what she's got to say. Hiya, this is Corinne from Chris Jones School. I'm super proud to say that I'm part of a fantastic school that supports Jackie Chan's Dragonhearts European charity. Um, Mr. Jones got me into Jackie Chan, um, starting with Rumble in the Bronx. Absolutely fantastic film, so I went on to discover a few more myself. Absolutely have to say that Drunken Master and The Legend of Drunken Master are definitely two of my favourite films that he's done. Thanks for that, Corinne. Um, but yeah, just for the record, I'd just like to state that I don't force my students to watch Jackie Chan films. I do <laughs> I do go on about them continuously and then they maybe pick up on it a little bit. <laughs> but no, joking aside, um, it's a cool It's cool to be able to um, introduce. I mean, it's, it's nice when my students come in and um, you know they've got their interest in martial arts and perhaps haven't experienced or already seen many of his films and, and other than maybe the more newer ones. And I can say, oh, you know, you need to go back and watch this or you need to go back and watch this and it's interesting she mentions Rumble in the Bronx because you know, I, I kind of influenced that that was probably the one that got really got me into uh, into Jackie's films um, because obviously that was the first one to be really pushed um, in the UK obviously we'd had his films before that but this was the first one that really got a big push um, and a cinema release at the time I remember I was at school I was um, doing my GCSEs at the time and um, that that I remember they got, got a cinema release and uh, arranging a bunch of friends to go and see it now um as well corinne actually mentioned in that clip um jackie's charity uh, jc dragon's heart europe um i'm really pleased and proud to be able to be involved with that group myself um i want to say involved um just to help spread the word and promote them at events when i'm at them um and you know and just just say good things and, and obviously uh, help to raise money for them as well um and at the end of the show i'm actually going to be um announcing a little something that i've got on going on soon um to help raise them some money and you know to give you guys those at vast as well the opportunity to 
train with me um so yeah if you just have to keep a little listen out for the end of the show for that one um so moving on to our next guest and i'm just looking on my list now i think we're going to go to um lee now ah right now lee uh runs a uh an online blog um uh doing reviews and all sorts of other cool stuff uh with martial arts again i will i will link him in on the show notes so you can uh, so you can go check him out so let's have a little listen to what lee's got to say this is Lee Golden for Film Combat Syndicate. Wheels on Meals is probably the one film I always go back to on any conversation pertaining to Jackie Chan and his movies. Uh, the fight scene between him and Benny Urquidez, uh, of which there are two. The finale uh, is probably one of the most replayed on any VHS tape I've ever watched. Um, it's the film I always go back to when I think about Jackie Chan and his movies. Uh, I generally love his films, but Wheels on Meals and his fight finale, his stellar, explosive, sweaty, high-energy, just amazing uh, final fight with him and Benny Yukides uh, is, is simply one of the best fight scenes I've ever seen in film history, especially Jackie Chan film history. Um, and there's my confessional. <laughs> this has been Lee Golden for Film Combat Syndicate, hanging out on Chris's podcast. Very cool. Thanks for that, Lee. Um, yeah, I, I totally get where Lee's coming from there with uh, with Benny Aquiles, who has worked on a number of, of Jackie's films over the years. And uh, there's just something about the energy between Jackie and Benny that's unique unique to those partic- those, those fight sequences, obviously, again, in, in Dragons Forever as well. Um, and it's just... It's just like raw, like raw power that, that, that comes across. I mean, Benny an accomplished fighter in reality as well if you if you don't know Benny's fight record you do need to go and look up this guy was undefeated you know it was just and, and still is today um an an amazing martial artist and you know but he was able to take his the, the energy and 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 power that he had in reality and translate that to screen which is something so rare uh, he just he, he he understood the, the the tempo, the rhythm and timing that was needed um, to work with Jackie, and and they were, they almost looked. It was like there were a, like like there was a Bluetooth link between them uh, when they're fighting, you know. And if you're watching, this is especially um, on Wheels on Meals is a, a a sequence on the floor that takes place, and their movements are, it's so amazingly synced. Now, obviously, of course, they rehearsed it, but even then, still to be able to get the timing as close as they did. It's absolutely amazing, and and for me, I always remember the first time the the sort of like as I've referenced. Uh, sorry, I said start that again. As I've referenced several times, the sort of cool moment um, in the same film where Jackie backs up to the table, and and he's walking backwards, and uh, there's the the uh, Benny does a spin heel kick, spin hook kick, and blows out the candle. Uh, but it yeah, that is. It, it it's so so energetic and so so cool to see. So yeah, that's definitely up there as one of the all time um, big fight sequences. Alongside, obviously, as I mentioned before, um, the, the 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 sequence in Dragons Forever at the fight sequence at the end. And actually, uh, Benny uh, fights with 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 Samo and, and Yumbio as well in the same film. Um, two people that um, have Jackie's worked with quite extensively over the years, and well, I just I'm, I think we're all secretly holding on to the hope that there's going to be that Three Dragons film again. Watch that one more time, where all three of them are on film together. Um, it, it it would be 
it would be super cool to see whether we're ever going to get it i don't know but yeah it, it would be would be so so cool to see um so the next person that's going to join us is going to be darren uh, another uh, awesome stunt performer based out in the states and um, so let's have a little listen to what darren's got to say Hi, my name is Darren Holmquist. I'm a fight choreographer, stuntman, and an independent filmmaker. And my favorite film of Jackie Chan's by far is Police Story. Police Story actually feels like a gritty, but also stylistic uh, martial arts film. Because it's a cop drama first, and when the action kicks in, it almost feels real even when it's still stylistic. Um, you can still throw it. You can see that Jackie Chan is throwing somebody through glass, but then at the same time, a jump-spinning heel kick still feels like it's not out of place. Uh, my favorite part is when Jackie's getting wailed on by, like, four guys, and it doesn't look like choreography. It, obviously, it is choreographed, but it feels like Jackie is desperately blocking and desperately covering up and just wanting people to stop hitting him. And then when he just unleashes the spin kicks, it doesn't feel out of place it feels somewhat real even when it's not so it's really influenced my work in trying to make stylistic movements still work in a gritty world and i have jackie chan to thank for that for his work on police story thanks for that darren yeah so true and i agree completely with what you're saying there um you know the the moments that that flick between sort of um the more sort of fancy techniques and the re- the realism, you know, uh, it, 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 but yet it still works, and that's something that's unique to Jackie's ability to be able to do that, and the way the way he uses the camera as well. That I mean, a lot of people have now picked up upon and use as well. You know, a lot of these things, you know, he was the first person to do and use some of these techniques, and and it and it it works, it works. It's it, how it works. It's so clever. Some of the things, in theory, when you think about it, they shouldn't work, but then they do. And it and it's amazing to see. I mean, there's there's countless examples out there on, on YouTube you can go out and, and and look up. But again, I know Police Story is featured quite heavily, obviously for good reason. Um, but now there's the particular the shot where um, Jackie gets hit by the bag and and bounces his head off the glass and breaks the glass. Um, just just phenomenal. Um, you know the the yeah just having the first of all having the guts to do it um and secondly the timing and precision and everything to get it right it absolutely absolutely phenomenal film okay so moving on to our next guest we're going to go over uh, to another phil um phil actually um is uh, another somebody else who runs a podcast and, and blogging as, as well um so yes let's have a little listen to what phil's got to say hi chris uh this is uh phil uh LG Farm Eastern Film Fan saw your post on Jackie Chan. Um, first up, just want to say, keep up the great work with uh, Keep Back with Chris. Excellent, love the show. Keep it up, it's great, great, great. Um, support you and what you're doing. Um, keep doing that, brilliant. Um, Jackie Chan wise, uh, you put a question out there um, for me, just personally, um, myself. Uh, if we're talking Jackie Chan, the first thing that hits me, um, obviously, is fight scenes uh, choreographed like beautifully. Stunts are one of those, but fight wise, Benny Arquides, Wheels on Mills, deconstruct that. That is one hell of a fight. It's like a beautiful dance. Um, that that's that one of the, one of the first fight scenes that really saw. There was, there was others, but that was just like captivating. You know, for me as a person, you know, I was into martial arts um, as well. 
but you know I, I love that I mean it, it's such a great fight and it's beautiful to watch um, for me that's the um, that that's something people should watch and I don't feel that's you know interesting um, to talk about anyway Chris um, now I love you I love what you're doing you keep it up um, thanks for that and um, yeah uh, I, I enjoy the show so uh, speak to you soon cheers Thanks for that, Phil. Um, yep, the check is in the post. Uh, but no joking aside. No, thank you for the kind words. It does. It does mean a lot. Um, yeah, it's uh, you. You understand more than more than most probably how difficult it is to keep this podcasting going and and the the difficulties of time constraints and and getting this stuff out. But thank you. Uh, but going back to your your comments, obviously, I, I just as, as luck would have it, just spoken about Benny Aquiles. Um And yeah, you're right. That fight scene is. It, it, it is it, it's it's amazing to watch and it's one of those it's one of those sequences that it doesn't matter how many times you've watched it you can just go back and watch it again and and find something new in it um and 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 still appreciate the technicality of it and the 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 work that went into to the sequence itself um i've had the i'm lucky enough to have had the opportunities to have met benny once and and spoke with him just very very briefly on this and um, obviously thanked him for in, in, inspiring me. I actually, I actually told him about the video that I had of all the fight sequences. He just kind of looked at me, smiled and nodded. <laughs> and, but no, but he's really, really, really nice guy, humble guy. And, um, you know, he was uh, very nice to me. Uh, so, yeah. Um, right. Moving on to our next one, I think we'll go. We're going to go jump over to Ken now. Uh, now, this is another. This is somebody else um, actively involved in the martial arts blogging and podcasting scene. So let's have a, a little listen to what he's got to say. Hey, folks, Kenny from the Podcast on Fire Network here on Jackie Chan. What I spontaneously like more than anything else from the last few years is the mix of playing to his crowd who likes the action, the action comedy, but also when he takes the chance or is given the chance to act. And the thing is, the effect of that is that he responds. We've known for decades he's a good, understated, commanding actor. Been in the likes of the Karate Kid, recently in The Foreigner, he's been up to the task and then some. And even combining that with action suitable for the story has been great. Uh, plus, uh, setting aside his trademark style of action, taking the spotlight away from himself has been commendable, such as in Railroad Tigers. He always said he'd like to act, and if he stays this busy, maybe we'll see more dramatic vehicles. For the record, favorite Jackie Chan movie of mine, Dragon Lord. May look low on action, but it's a wonderfully entertaining movie across the board, and it's a pitch-perfect physical showcase where we're talking the roof scene where he avoids the spears or being beaten by one insect for the finale. Thank you. Thanks for that one. Yep, yeah, some actually some good shouts there. Um, Dragon Lord is one. I I remember I saw that quite early on, um, and I saw it was sort of touted as sort of the follow up to Young Master, which is another great film. If you've not seen, you've got to go go back. Those of you out there that have not seen it, Young Master definitely worth checking out. Um, so has some breakthrough moments in that in sort of martial arts um, cinema. You know, um, if you've seen the seventies style kung fu fight sequences and um, that has one particular scene in it that's a total breakaway from the way things used to be but i'll let you guys go find that one out for yourselves but now going back to dragon lord i remember picking that one up and um and i remember it being very very different to what i was expecting um not necessarily in a bad way but just uh just very very different but the i, I love the uh, the hacky sack match at the end the for those that don't know what i mean it's like a kind of like cross between um, badminton and football, I guess. 
and um, it's very 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 skillful. I've had I've had a little go myself and was absolutely terrible at it. Um, but it's um, yeah, it's, it's well worth watching, checking out for that. Um, but again, you mentioned the the end fight sequence, which is very brutal. Some 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 of the most painful falls I've seen on in film cinema, especially the one Jackie does with the over rotation where he lands on his back. It's just truly bone crunching to see. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it's very brutal scene. One one where um, essentially Jackie's character is just uh, uh, and uh, the, is, is it Mars, isn't it? Yeah, that's in it. Um, they're just taking an absolute belting, <laughs> basically um, working together to try to defeat the villain. Uh, but yeah, getting an an absolute smashing in the process. Um, so yeah, definitely a good shout there. And with regards to the more dramatic roles, yeah, um, Karate Kid uh, again, um, one that people tend to overlook, I think, a little bit. Um, it's a great. Do you know? I actually really, really enjoyed that film. Um, and the scene where he's recalling um, his family, and uh, obviously it's quite a quite an upsetting scene, quite a dramatic scene. And I think he did an awesome job an awesome job in that sequence when he's talking about obviously rebuilding the car um yeah it's very it's, that's a, that's a great scene and i think that demonstrated to a lot of people the depth that jackie has in his acting ability um and then again we're coming back to the foreigner um again it's a we get we've got to see him in a much more sort of darker role and one that i really really enjoyed and would love would love to see him revisit again sometime soon so the uh, the last recordings we're going to go to, I say recordings, we're actually going to go to two back-to-back. Um, now these actually, interesting one here, these actually came in whilst I was recording this morning. Um, these guys very, very kindly um, sent these in whilst on the way back from a job. Um, at two marks, we've got uh, Mark Sears and Mark Outbreak. So uh, let's have a quick listen to what these guys have got to say. Hi Chris, this is Mark Sears. I'm a actor, screenfighter and fight choreographer. Um, subject of choice today is, is Jackie Chan I hear. Um, now Jackie for me really revolutionized the game as far as finding creative and innovative ways to make fights. Um, and I find that really inspiring and uh, it's uh, sort of helped me with my creativity when making a fight uh, and implementing what I have uh, available to me on that location to make the fight creative and different. Uh, so I just want to say thank you to Jackie Chan for for all his inspiration uh, over the over the years, and uh, I want to thank you again, Chris, for inviting us on the show. And keep rocking it, keep doing what you're doing because uh, it's fantastic stuff. Thanks. Hi Chris, Mark Outbreak from the UK. I'm an actor, stuntman and filmmaker. Um, topic of choice today is Jackie Chan I hear, and uh, he's been a great influence in my life. Um, for the last 10 to 15 years I've run my own small independent action film company and uh, there is lots of Jackie Chan influence throughout the films I've made and the stunts I've done. I like to use the surroundings in fight scenes, make the best of the locations, come up with different bits here and there, and it stems from when I was a very young age, channel surfing on my black and white TV in my room, and uh, seeing some Jackie Chan movies at like midnight, one in the morning on various channels, um, 
police story being one that I remember quite vividly because the stunts just blew my mind. Not just from Jackie, but from his stunt team. Smashing through windows, going through tables, flipping off of balconies and landing on the floor which looked like it should kill them. It's probably what sparked my interest in stunts, being like, well, how did he walk away from that? And, um, and learning the craft myself. So, yeah, look forward to listening to the show and uh, keep doing what you do. It's great. Peace. Thanks for that one, guys. Um, so, yeah, just to explain, the reason I played those together is because those guys are actually in the car together right now. <laughs> so um, they very kindly recorded that on the way on the way back from a job that they were at. Um, but some, yeah, some interesting points. I think it's a, I think it's fair to say a, a little bit like some of the things that I mentioned earlier on that you know the main reason that a lot of people do look at using their environment and props around them is down to Jackie Chan. I mean, yeah, there are other people that have done something, but not. Not to the extent that, that that Jackie was doing, and and the way and the, the the things that he was doing, you know, um, there's a difference between pick up and picking up an object and using it to to strike somebody with, and then picking up an object and then using it as a distraction technique, which makes actually uh, quite a, um, a pretty thing happen rather than a, a violent thing happen, and just causes that little that momentary break in the fight sequence there. Uh, maybe it, maybe using it in a, in a comedic way rather than a violent way. It's so he, he, he uses the environment and props him <clears throat> in a way that's very very unique to him, and it's very clever in the way that he's he, he you know went went down that route. Um, but obviously there is also, as I mentioned earlier on, there's a lot of take after take after take and the work ethic and and the way that he's persisted to get those takes um you know there must be some days i mean don't get me wrong they're all very hard working crew but there must be some days where the the the, the people working on set must be just like oh no it's one of those scenes where we know we've got to just keep going and keep going and keep going till we get it so um well I suppose all the way through this I've been I've been giving my thoughts and and feelings a, a little bit but I've not sort of I suppose given my my voice clip so to speak. Um so what I've actually done is I've just got a tab open on my computer now. Um it's actually IMDb I've got open with a big list of when I when I say a big list it's it's this huge list um of of credits and films that he's worked on and been involved with in various different ways. And you know something again, something very unique with Jackie. You know, he, he he's not one of these people that's that's you know content with say one new film a year. Multiple productions has always got something going on. I mean, obviously recently we announced um, that he's involved with the the new Ip Man film, which is for me personally, I'm really looking forward to that one. Um, but, you know, more recently we've had Bleeding Steel, we've had The Foreigner, we've had uh, a, a, another direction change with, you know, was, uh, with Lego Lego movie as well. Although, obviously, he has given his voice to other animated series before the first time that we've seen him involved with the Lego franchise. We've had Kung Fu Yoga, Railroad Tigers, uh, Skip Trace, something, and the, the really cool thing for me as well is there's something... Even in in each one of those, there was some, there was a new side to Jackie that we got to see. Now, not everybody will enjoy all of his films all of the time. That's impossible. Um, but there is always something to appreciate in in all of the films that he does. Even now, after all these years, um, 
And for me, a really interesting thing as well, I know I was mentioning um, earlier on uh, his earlier work, and actually we were talking about Forbidden Kingdom, and it wasn't until, I've just looked now on IMDb at the date, and that's 10 years ago. You know, where has that time gone? That has gone so, so fast. Um, but another one here, so yeah, Chinese Zodiac. Uh, another one I, I enjoyed, uh, the finale on that one's a, it's a great one. Um, sort of harks back to his um, 80s uh, films with the the, the big end sequence and uh, yeah in 2012 I was actually very very fortunate to be able to go to the the UK premiere of that one as well to see it in the cinema and to be surrounded by um, the hundreds of excited fans ready waiting to see it on the big screen so that was a that was a great experience but I'm going down the list so I'm going backwards here Um, obviously I am skipping out I'm not going through everything we haven't got time to list all of them um, so I've just said the Forbidden Kingdom. So we've got the Myth and New Police Story. Again, two very, very, very different films, um, but released around the same sort of time. Um, we've got the Medallion, uh, Vampire Effect, Shanghai Nights, The Tuxedo, Rush Hour Two, The Accidental Spy. Um, that's The Accidental Spy. That was one I um, uh, one that I uh, looking forward to actually showing to my kids. Both of which are starting to get older now to be able to. Um, uh, watch Jackie's films and that is a good one um, if you're you know, parents out there wanting to um, bring the kids into the sort of the Jackie Chan um, film franchise then you know, The Accidental Spy is a good one to start on there and um, we've got Shanghai Noon which I loved at the time it's 18 years ago wow that's so <laughs> I remember going to see that one at the cinema multiple times actually um, some of the students at the school that I was working at, at the time they went with me to see that one um, and I always remember the, uh, the there's the scene in uh, when he's fighting the Indian in the water with the spin hook kick and the water and they use the slow-mo effect and an awesome sound effect um, and where he throws the two axes and they hit the trees and then Jackie proceeds to use the, the actual tree uh, trees themselves to fight with and bounce off and flip from and yeah, such a such a cool such a cool scene and then obviously the the fight sequence in the in the 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 bar as well and that's a that's that's an awesome sequence and obviously our own wilson as well is is, is brilliant in that film um gorgeous another one um the the fight sequences with brad allen and the training sequences in that film really stand out uh i i brad allen is somebody i i aspired to uh, he was somebody else who i i had the pictures of on my wall when i was younger and um, there's somebody i wanted to to emulate and and um, and be able to move like a phenomenal phenomenal martial artist so has now gone on um to be a, a an action coordinator in, in his own right um and as i've been involved with more movies than people actually realize i think um rush hour which i think is one of the films that you know really uh, helped establish jackie uh, in the west and that with a you know american and uk audiences um some great one-liners and some great some great scenes in there um who am I? Um, another one of my favourites as well. Um, the, the end sequence on the the rooftop fighting up there. That's a great scene when he jumps down the side of the building, sliding down the glass. I mean, oh, stomach churning stuff. 
Uh, Mr. Nice Guy, another favourite, when especially when he rolls over the circular saw. <gasps> my goodness, my, I remember my dad used to work in plastic fabrication. They used to use circular saws, and I remember him going on about how dangerous they are. And when he saw that sequence, I can't actually remember the comment he made, <laughs> but I, I remember it had a head shake at the same time uh, when that one was going on. And when oh, when he runs out of the door when the building's not finished and he's hanging off the door handle. Um, oh, and when he runs to, and jumps into the uh, soft top car that's another an amazing an amazing uh, sequence uh police story four first strike um for me i really enjoyed the uh there's a combination where he stood in front of the scaffolding on wheels um and he's moving around there that's brilliant and then when he's further up um and they're using the ladders i think there's nobody out there uh, martial arts wise in films that's in their 30s 30s plus that hasn't had a go at swinging around a pair of step ladders and you'll know how much it hurts your fingers <laughs> and if you hit yourself on the back or the head with them you know or maybe it's just me maybe i'm a bit daft like that but no I've, i remember picking up a set of step ladders and trying to swing them around and then realizing how much of a silly idea that really was um First strike, I think. Yeah, we just said first strike. Thunderbolt, um, bit of a departure. Uh, obviously, it was uh, this was straight off the back. Well, not straight away, but just after Jackie had had his ankle injury. Um, so uh, it's a it's a little bit little bit of a departure from Jackie's sort of normal uh, at the time it was um, sort of action films, uh, but still very enjoyable. I I really and, and the music in that one. I always remember the music was really cool. Um, Rumble in the Bronx, which I've obviously gone on about hundreds of times already in this show, um, my personal favourite. You know, it's just it's just the film I go back to. It's got it's got everything in there. It's got the comedy, it's got the action, it's got the stunts. You know, the rooftop jump. Um, it's, it's got everything in there. It's such a complete Jackie Chan film experience for me. Uh, Drunken Master Two. There's a funny one for me. This one, I um, I remember I was so desperate to get hold of this film. Um, and it's okay to sort of talk about this one now, but I remember at the time, any any Jackie Chan fans who know in the nineties, getting hold of Drunken Master Two was an absolute nightmare. It was just so hard to get hold of, and I think I eventually got hold of a copy from eBay, which although was advertised as being an official copy, was actually a transfer of the VCD version. Um, I remember at the time with some sort of cobbled together cover uh, but now again I've got that one in VCD VHS DVD I've got all, all the different versions it's the same film but I just like to have the more multiple formats um, Crime Story again it was a bit of it that was a bit of a different one as well at the time for people um, so, so, so it's a nice dramatic one City Hunter utterly bonkers um, bonkers but brilliant um, somebody uh, I do speak to from time to time another uh, UK actor uh, Mr Gary Daniels is in that he plays Ken um, from Street Fighter in there um, in a really it's a really funky sequence where they kind of get zapped by the arcade machine and then they turn into the fighters and then J- and Jackie turns into Chun-Li and they have this fight scene and sort of it, it's all it's all good fun it's um, some great little moments there's a really nice fight scene with Richard Norton at the end as well which is which is definitely worth checking out um, Supercop um, Police Story 3 uh, it's one that I another one of those ones that I had I had the fight sequences from this one on that same you know the video I talked about previously with all the clips um, sort of 
put together in, in one long sequence that was the, the, the fights from Supercup featured on there um, the most memorable sequence I've seen in there for me being the, the helicopter jump which uh, Jackie has talked about more more recently uh, about how it, you know the, the breakdown and the, how it came to be and the process that it went through um, and the, you know, the, the guts it takes to jump off the rooftop, you know, e- even even with the safety harness, to still have to jump off and grab hold of the ladder of the of the helicopter before before being flown around and crashed into billboards. Um, Twin dragons, uh, really, f- again, it's a fun fun film that one. And um, the standout for me being the end in the the car factory. The, well, it's sort of like a car testing factory. Um, the 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 car the car run or jump. Whenever the 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 cars let down on off the jack onto the floor and it comes speeding towards Jackie and he he jumps on the bonnet and runs over the car as it's going underneath him and it's something that you've seen I've seen several times copied in films uh, and um, you know people have tried to do something similar but not quite got it as good as as Jackie's got it obviously but it's still a fun one um, Operation Condor uh, which uh, this a it's a it's a Big. It's a big film at the time, obviously on a massive scale. Um, but there's a couple. Of, there's some little things in there. And there's a little combination it does where it's like a, uh, it's like a kip up, like a head spring rotation movement, and it's so fast. And it, I, I remember watching it over and over again and trying to copy it. It does like a, a rotation spin into a head kip up to turn around to to hold a gun at somebody, and it's just. It's so cool how he does it, um, and it's one of those things you know you have to watch over and over and over again. And you got miracles. Um, I remember that one for it's there's a sh- there's a one long single shot through a through a building, um, and obviously oh, the fight sequences as well. Uh, we talk, I think it was yeah we were talking to Mark Strange about um, miracles where uh, Jackie does a five forty. Uh, it was a 540 outside crescent kick uh, sweep technique um, and then obviously at the end again where he's using the ropes still connected to his foot to tie up other people uh, it's a really cool cool idea very very clever oh and then fighting on the ladders and pushing the ladders around as well uh, I'm just having a total geek out here really aren't I you just have to bear with me <laughs> uh, Police Story 2 which we've talked about with the obviously with the um, park fight sequence um, and then at the end with the explosives and uh, just some really clever usage of props in that film as well. Dragons Forever, the three dragons together, um, an amazing film, a standout piece, uh, action piece. You know, some fantastic fight sequences. Really, really, some huge stunts and massive falls in that in that film. Um, and the, the the end the end scene in the factory probably being the standout one. Um, brilliant, brilliant one. Uh, Project A two. So I'm again I'm going backwards with these. Um, so again, some it's uh, quite a grand film again, you know, and 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 um, some uh, there's the see the sequence where Jackie's uh, running up the bamboo scaffolding. Um, for me, that's a it, and he's fighting around there. That's a it's a, it's a great great scene. Um, we've got Armor of God. I could keep going on this forever, couldn't I? I'm I'm still only back to 1986, so I'm gonna have to speed this last section up. Okay, so we've got Armor of God. We've got Please Story. We've got Heart of Dragon. Heart of Dragon is a um, a combination where he does a backflip off the wall to a spin hook kick, and I've got this obsession with Jackie's spin hook kicks and the way the way he does his spin hook and his jump spin hook. It, I actually <laughs> spent far too long trying to emulate it. 
outright copy it i would suppose um and and it's and i i kind of have it <laughs> there you go ultimate geek uh, when i perform my spin hook kicks uh for film um i have like a there's like different ways of doing it and i have actually it's for steve lawson actually i've said to him do you want me to do it like jackie does his <laughs> it's like because i practiced it that much um and he has a very specific way of, of, of straight legging the technique and sort of cutting it cutting an angle with it and he and he has this kind of really nice sort of shoulder and, and hip flick that he puts into his kick um you can tell I'm a martial arts geek, can't you, when I'm talking about it. Um, the Protector, I, I actually... Yeah, it's not for a lot of people. It's not their favourite, I can understand. And there's, 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 there's one particular section here that, that always makes people's eyes go wide and go, oh, you know, shock when Jackie, you know, uh, give me the fudging keys. You know, it's just so not Jackie Chan when, when he delivers that line. But there's still there's still some nice moments in there. Um, you know, obviously they were trying to r- sort of redesign Jackie Chan for the for the American audience, and you know, fair play to him for trying at the time. Um, obviously, Jackie then went on to do Police Story, which is ultimately way far, far, far superior. Um, the fight scene with um, Bill Wallace is actually two versions of that. If you if you look it up, uh, Bill's another another person I've been you know fortunate enough to meet a number of times over the years. He's a great guy. Uh, My Lucky Stars, Wheels on Meals. Um, Cannonball Run I remember seeing Cannonball Run 2 at the time when it released and not realising who Jackie Chan was and there's this scene in when he's a jump split and splits his trousers and I remember watching that fight sequence over and over and over again and didn't it wasn't until many years later that I actually realised that it was Jackie Chan uh, we've got Project A Winners and Sinners um, we're getting really far back now Battle Creek Brawl another one um you know, it's uh, sort of trying to redevelop Jackie for the for the Western audience, and again, it's one that I do like. It's nice to see, nice to see him in a different setting, and obviously trying out English as well on that one. Um, you know, the roller skating scene and um, fighting the forgive me, I can't remember the guy's name, uh, but he does some really cool techniques. That he actually works like a works a, a butterfly kick into it. I remember at the time when I saw it, and I was trying to perfect my butterfly kick, and then Jackie did it. And I'm like, oh, Jackie's just in a butterfly kick. It's the kick I'm trying to do. Um, Fearless Hyena, uh, Dragon Fist, we're getting quite far back now into Drunken Master. And the list goes back and back and back and back and back all the way to 1962. Okay. Um, and that, that is just this uh, over a hundred and, let me see, 139 credits as an actor, um, 79 credits as stunts, 55 as producer. You know, um, it's just immense. And I think one of the really positive things that I and a lot of other people have gained from this, um, and I and, and I remember I've worked on a number of sort of independent productions and I remember people being surprised by this, but it was something that I picked up from Jackie. You know, um, when there were little things, little jobs that need doing, you know, oh, getting involved and putting, oh, you know, I can help you, you need, some, you need an extra hand, you know, whatever it is. Um, and... Other little things like you know you see him, and this is what's so cool about him. When you see him, you know, uh, tidying up the rubbish, picking up picking up rubbish, reusing water, those little things that I picked up on when I was younger as a Jackie Chan fan because I wanted to emulate my hero in every single way. 
But that it wasn't just the things that he did on film. It was the things that you saw away from that. The way that he, you know, he would pick up rubbish. He would reuse water, and I picked up on those things as a as a youngster, and uh, and copied them, and 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 you know, it, it, it helped shape shape and create who who I am now. And some of those things and those ideas I'm now passing on to my kids. So that's that's yeah. It's another thing. Some I think sometimes that people people don't appreciate now obviously he's, he's a he's a he's a person he's not perfect none of us are um but you know the guy does so 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 much good um away from uh filmmaking as well um on that subject i did mention this earlier and um, that i do i'm very fortunate to be able to work with his uh with the european uh, section of his charity uh, they do a lot of phenomenal work raising money for uh, lots of different charitable things both in the uk and around europe and actually further afield as well in places like R- R- rwanda um and uh l- late last year um I, I was very very fortunate and very very thankful um to be gifted uh, one of um there was it's a commemorative watch that was i think it was for um what the anniversary of jackie's uh, stunt team there was actually footage that went around the internet at the time um, and that's actually sat on my desk now right in front of me is that watch um but no coming back to what i was going to say the the, the 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 european branch of his charity uh, I, i've been supporting them in various different ways over the years with with, with charity based events and just raising awareness i think everybody anytime i've been to any martial arts based events they've seen the t-shirt with the logo on and it prompts people to ask oh what's that and you know and it just helps raise awareness which ultimately over time can help raise some money now um years years ago i used to do well i say it makes it sound like it was decades but it's not that long ago i used to regularly do um uh uk tours um teaching martial arts you know kicking especially it's my one of my favorite areas i like to really dissect kicks and and help people um i always like to come away from a workshop having helped somebody uh perform a kick that prior to me arriving they couldn't do i get great satisfaction from that um and i've had a number of people over the years approach me about starting up my kicking workshops again and i've always been too busy truth be told just just way 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 too busy with my businesses and with my with my family and everything and i've kind of reached a point now where i do have a little bit more free time and hence me you know trying to get back into the film work again a little bit well i say get back into it put more focus into it but i also want to get more of my time focused around touring and teaching martial arts again because it is something I do have a great passion for um, and I thought there'd be a, a good opportunity to tie in um, some fundraising into that as well so if you are one of the number of uh, martial arts school owners or instructors that have asked me over say the last six months about arranging something and we've never actually been able to quite get around to doing it um what i am going to say now uh, on the record on the podcast is if you do want to book me um for a um a workshop at your school or through your franchise or whatever your setup is however it works i am now available and what i'm going to do for every single uh booking is donate a percentage of uh, my earnings from that event to jackie chan's charity um to help them with all the causes um that they've got going on for me personally it feels like the least that i can do when you know going back to the mid 90s as i said at the start of the podcast when i was going through sort of my lull in my martial arts training that we all go through it was seeing rumble in the bronx that relit that fire that made me want to do 
all the different things that I've been able to do now um, and, and one of those being now sitting here recording this podcast so it feels like the right thing to do and the least that I can do and the correct thing to do to to give back in some way in uh, in way of more than just saying thanks um, and being able to help um, both promote and support and give money to his charity seems like a good way to do that so if you are interested and you want to get in touch you can go through kickbackpodcast.com um, you can actually get me through my personal website which is chrisjonesaction.co.uk um, or obviously through facebook telephone all those sort of things as well um, so earlier on I actually mentioned as well that we're going to be speaking to Mr Mike Leader um, in an upcoming episode um, it's a good friend of mine somebody i've known over the years and he's he's helped me immensely with my career now this guy has some fantastic advice if you're if you're listening out there now and you have an interest in getting into martial arts um action films whether it's you know you're you're looking at more from a production standpoint or a performer or or acting or stunts or whatever this guy has so so much so much useful information and, and, and valuable information so please do listen uh it will be honest uh it, it will be to the point uh, but this is what you need to progress um uh, so keep a listen out for that one um thank you all for your time and for indulging me in this uh <laughs> passion should i say uh being able to speak about about jackie and his work and thank you to everybody that's contributed because without you guys this podcast today could not have happened um again as i always say please keep on uh, rating reviewing sharing on itunes that helps massively um, i hope you all have a great weekend and um, if you've listened to this and it's inspired you to go and check out some jackie chan films please do um, oh, and on the topic of uh, Jackie's charity, I will link that in the show notes. And um, if you have a few spare quid, go and give go and give it to these guys because they do a phenomenal job supporting some fantastic, fantastic charities both in the UK and abroad. And um, thanks again, guys. I'm going to sign off there. Have a great weekend, and I will speak to you all next week.